You're listening to 419, your local church evangelism and discipleship podcast. This is episode 7. Today we're talking with Dr. Charles Brock, and this is the second of the two-part interview. Hi, everybody. My name is Toby DeHay, and I pastor Concord Baptist in White Plains, Kentucky. And with me, as per usual, is William P. Egbert, the director of missions at Little Bethel. That's not your initial, is it? No. Okay. (laughs) Director of missions in uh, Little Bethel Baptist Association, Western Kentucky. The 419 podcast is produced every week or so to encourage and equip fellow believers to be about Jesus' disciple-making bookends found in Matthew 4.19 and Matthew 28.19. Today's show notes are found at tobydehay.com and on Facebook at 419 Podcast. And if you would, do us a favor, come back each week, listen to us. Bill doesn't sleep very well when he learns that people aren't listening. Uh, so come on back, listen to us. Also, do us a favor and rate us on iTunes or on Google Play. Uh, if you'd like, you can follow me on Twitter or on Facebook at Toby DeHay. And also, you can follow Bill if you want, but it's not as cool. And that is at LBBA Home on Facebook. Hey. Any links, <laughs> books, or tools that we discuss today will be in the show notes. And I have thoroughly offended Bill. Yes, uh, welcome, Toby. Bill. <laughs> well, you must remember you're in my office, I am Toby. In your office, and, and I apologize. Don't trash me that way because so we've sorry. got a new website that's going to be up and running that links this podcast, and so all right, we're we're coming to the 21st century. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there, and whenever we get that done, we will put that link in our notes as well and let everybody know. Well, today we're going to talk about the um, we're going to the second interview with Dr. Brock. And uh, the first one was so fun that we went ahead and did a second one. And what we're going to talk about today is, as you go evangelism, um, he's going to talk about um, some, some tips, some strategies on, on as you go. He has a, he's going to talk about a three-point prayer that he yes. prays every day that's just wonderful. Uh, I keep those cards in my back pocket, uh, give them out whenever I can, pray, pray the prayer as often as I can. And make sure you listen closely when he gets to the point, Toby, about choosing the methodology of evangelism that can actually cause us not to be witnessing. Yeah, and listen, listen to that quote. He says, you can choose a strategy that will not allow you to share the gospel with very many people. And, uh, man, that hit, that'll hit you right between the eyes. Yes, and at the end, although we didn't get a chance to have that third conversation with him, we still need to have a conversation basically about the question, why aren't we sharing our faith? Yeah, we do, and that would have been interesting to hear hear some of his thoughts. Uh, Dr. Brock is very candid, and uh, he'll tell you exactly what he thinks. Uh, what else, Bill? We'll get started. Well, I think we those are the highlights that we really don't want you to miss, uh, and enjoy this one, as it was a pleasure for uh, Toby and I to uh, con- uh, converse with Dr. Brock, as always. God bless you. Welcome to the 419 Podcast. We have Dr. Charles Brock with us again for this segment, and we're going to talk about every day as you go evangelism using the Red Book. Uh, it's the, we call it the Red Book. It's good news for you. 
And uh, if you're a, if this is your first time listening, you can go to uh, www.churchgrowthinternational.com, click on the materials tab, and you can learn about the Good News for You book. He has it in like I think about a billion languages, probably. Is that right, Bill? I don't know. <laughs> I think he said a hundred languages is a lot of them. There's several on the website that you can choose from, the most popular ones. And the one that we use, it's in it's the 8 by 11 format. It, it's uh, the English one is what we use here in Hopkins County. Um, it comes in a modern English translation. You can also get it in the King James. We have a Spanish here for our Hispanic friends and uh, several other languages. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Dr. Brock. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, let's talk about this everyday as you go evangelism. So how do you recommend that we use this or people who aren't familiar with the Red Book, how they might use this in an everyday as you go evangelistic um, approach? Uh, first of all, uh, if we claim to be Great Commission Christians, then it's natural to do this because President Participle, as Jesus said, as you're going, make disciples, baptize them, teach them, and so on. So I take that to mean that if I'm following Jesus, I will fish for men. And if I follow his words in Matthew 28, 18 through 20, that everywhere leaves out nowhere. That uh, this word, use the word compartmentalize. Did you, Compartmentalize, yeah. That I was, I was word, really butchering that word. the other day, wasn't tough it? One, tough <laughs> one. We have, we have sliced the Great Commission up in little tiny bits to fit our schedule. And uh, it, it could mean for a lot of people, at best, Tuesday night visitation program where you go out and knock on a few doors begging people to come to church. Right. And, the, and, and that's it. Yeah, and then it dwindles down after three or four weeks. You can't hardly get anybody to show up. And and, uh, and that's the Great Commission. Yeah, that's the Great Commission for our churches. And that's why uh, we have 85 90% of our churches plateauing or dying, SBC-wise at least. That's what they report. Right. And uh, we see it everywhere because uh, the old folks are dying, millennials are leaving, the young people are going to universities and they don't believe anymore, and we baptize our babies. That's the best we can do. Yikes. And so, therefore, we're not really growing numerically. Right. But uh, as you're going just means that. It's easy to think in, in terms of theory. You know, people nod their head. Yes, that's who we are. And then I get down to brass tacks and say, okay, now what does that mean exactly? When I go to the bank, I, let me back up. I can choose a strategy for evangelism that will not allow me to share the gospel with very many people. For example, when I go to the bank, I'm in line making that deposit. And uh, if I say, here's my deposit, I make my deposit, and, and sir, may I have uh, 20 minutes of your time to share the Roman road or some other strategy of sharing, which I've used all of those. Yeah, it's going to be kind of tough at that situation. Well, the banker would say, sir, there's a line behind you. Yeah, I get lost. Yeah, I get lost. <laughs> and so I don't know what the Roman road is anyway because I haven't been to Rome. So he wouldn't know. <laughs> he said, get lost anyway. Okay, so that, there it goes. The Great Commission does apply there, does it? So I go to Walmart and I check out. And uh, the lady takes my money and I say, ma'am, may I share with you, make Give me a piece of paper if you don't mind. I'm going to make three circles. 
It'll take some time for me to do this. With I do the three circles here, and uh, it'll have excuse me because I haven't memorized all of it very very well. Can't call it from memory, but I do have notes here. She looks at me and says, "What are you talking about? Are you crazy? There's people trying to check out too. Get lost." The Great Commission is out the window. No way we can do it. I go on, let them go to hell. Well, you go on all day like that, you know. When I go to the lawyer's office, strangely, he wants to talk about serious stuff. He doesn't want to talk about religion. So I have found that God gave me a tool 40 years ago that allows me to do evangelism and outreach whether I got five seconds or five hours. Right. It makes no difference. At the bank, I can simply say, sir, I have great news for you. It's the, we don't use the word gospel, but it's called good news for you, good mm -hmm. news. It's non-denominational. Could I give this as a gift? Matter of fact, everybody in our city is receiving this as a gift. I want to give you one too. My name's on the back. If I can help you, call me. God bless you. And they'll receive it gladly, won't they? 99% of the time. Yeah. The only people who do not receive will be Islamists, atheists, Church of Christ. Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons. Right. But I've never been cussed out. I've given five, ten thousand of these away. I've never been cussed out yet. I've not had a mean spirit. No, thank you. And that's okay because I, I say no thank you to, to their materials. Right. So that's not a big deal. But this allows me, as I'm going, no matter what the time frame is, I'm not boxed in because of time. Right. I can give it instantly. You say, well, really, Charles, what difference does it make? I don't know. I walk by faith, not right. by sight. My job is to sow the word, sow the seed. The more seed I sow, the more harvest will be given. It's, it's, God comes into play. Well, and, and what I like about it is um, it, it is so easy. It's inexpensive. Uh, and I tell our folks at our church, the church I pastor, uh, we talk about our evangelism toolbox that we have. Mm -hmm. uh, and all these things are, are tools that God has given uh, wonderful men and women to, to design and and to train us, you're talking about the Roman road. Man, I've used that and, and uh, led people to Christ with the Roman road. Um, the three circles, um, is I think, is a really good tool. Uh, again, it's like the Roman road. It takes a little bit of time. Uh, back in the, what, the early to mid-90s, the faith, the, the five mm -hmm. fingers, the, the, all the mm -hmm. verses and, and whatnot, mm -hmm. uh, I never really got that one down. Well, you got stubby there, so I you got four and a half. You couldn't do that. Uh, it, you know, and all the others. Uh, and we talked about uh, yesterday. Uh, the Bible tracks are really good, mm -hmm. um, but they don't, they're not really complete. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and this, is, this is a complete gospel presentation. Um, you use nothing but really scripture in there. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and when somebody's going through and filling in the blanks, what they are doing is, is reading the scripture on their own and coming to the conclusion on their own, um, whether they have uh, 20 minutes or you can uh, sit down, and, and if they have questions about it and want to talk, you can, you can really stretch it out. Uh, so how else might you use that? Well, ideally, someone, if, if you have the time, and you can talk to them and say, would you be interested in having this Bible study in your home? I'd be glad to come to your home only seven, seven weeks or less, 30 minutes a day. It, that's the ideal. That's where I really want to go. Right. And uh, it's then that about 95 to 98 percent of the time people make solid decisions if they stay with me all the way through. Right. And because it's the com complete package. And so that's that's my ideal. That's the goal. It doesn't happen very often. But right. It, the more I sow, the more it, it does happen. Well, you know, and I think that is actually biblical. 
that mm-hmm. it doesn't happen that often. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you and you, you have in was it lesson seven that has the wide road mm-hmm. and the narrow road. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible explicitly talks about that that more people will choose uh, a life of separation from God mm-hmm. in in Christ than uh, a life of uh, repentance and, and faith and believing in mm-hmm. Christ. Mm-hmm. And um, although that is true, we don't want to say, okay, let's just give into it and uh, and go on. We mm-hmm. still have the Great Commission to contend to. And what I like about this, and I've seen in our own context at, at our church, uh, and Brother Bill, you've seen it at many other churches within our association, is that we have a lot of folks who are, I wouldn't say they are, um, they're ashamed of the gospel. I would say that they are timid, they are shy, uh, they're not as, they don't have, they haven't had as many opportunities. And for somebody like that, I think this is really good, where mm-hmm. they can just say to their friend, mm-hmm. where they where they may be afraid of what they might say to them, um, hey, you know, uh, I just have some good news for you that I want to drop off. It's a gift. Everybody's getting one. Uh, and, and that's all I have, you know. Mm-hmm. And as they go, the more bold they get with the gospel, mm-hmm. the more mm-hmm. they might say, hey, here's what it is. Let me show you. Let me open it up if you have a little bit of time. We have one lady that when we started with our saturation uh, in, in our town, our little town, White Plains, I, I was divvying out streets, and she she raised her hand and said, uh, "I I want to do this, but I I'm really scared about doing this." I said, "How about I give you a street that has three houses on it?" And she said, "Oh, I'd I'd really like that. Can you give me that street?" And I said, "Yes." So we gave her I gave her the house the street with three houses, and she came to church the next week and said, "Brother Toby." everybody was so nice. They all received it. They took it. And I didn't have anybody yell at me. You know, nobody nobody said anything hateful. And what she does now, her family aren't Christians. Hmm. She brings a stack at every holiday, every gathering, and she gives them out, uh, makes sure everybody gets one. Hey, when you're leaving the house, make sure you pick up a book on the way out. Hmm. Uh, And everybody grabs one. Hmm. Uh, So she is just tickled to death to use it. Uh, So somebody who didn't do anything mm-hmm. and was just real shy and scared uh, wouldn't show up on any visitation mm-hmm. can now take something on her own uh, and she'll come and tell me hey I gave one to the clerk at Walmart yeah. uh, you yeah. know she was yeah. she was so happy to get it and she had told her friend hey I saw that another checker had that uh, and they're mm-hmm. they're getting out there uh, mm-hmm. so what else might you add on the everyday as we go well I, I think that uh, to be totally committed, to realize that, uh, well, first of all, see people. Without a vision, people perish, the Bible says. The Proverbs 29, 11. Where people don't have a vision, people perish. I think it works both ways. People in the church perish, stagnation and so on. But right. people out there perish if we don't have a vision. So when Jesus said, the Bible says in Matthew, when Jesus said he saw the multitudes and was moved with compassion. I think that the whole foundation of all of this is prayer, prayer. That three-point prayer that I pray every day, Lord, help me to love you more than life itself. That's biblical. It is. 100%. And then, Lord, help me to love that which you're doing through Christ Jesus more than life itself. John three sixteen. That's biblical. Mm-hmm. That brings me to the thought of Luke nineteen ten. The Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Well, what did he do? What was his vision? What, was, what did he live for? 
I suppose I'm supposed to follow his steps. He says, as the Father sent me, even so send I you. There's a relationship there. I've got to understand why Christ came and why I'm here. In a, in a sense, we are an extension of the incarnation. We're the, his light in the world. Right. And, uh, but then the third part of the prayer that I pray, now this is the beginning point for all of this for me, because I was on cruise control after leaving the Philippines. I was kind of cruising, but I wasn't very serious. Lord, having to have king, kingdom expansion eyes every day, everywhere I go. Now, if the devil can keep me away from those kind of prayers, that kind of prayer, I find myself going some places not thinking about people. Right. I see stuff, materialism, mm-hmm. and I become like everybody else, secular, secular, yeah. humanistic. And so uh, the prayer, continuous prayer, makes the difference. And when I read Jesus to follow me, and I will make you fish of men. I put, I put bold that I, vine branch relationship. I, a denomination can't do it. Pastor can't do it. Jesus said, I will make you. So that relationship is makes all the difference in the world. And right. it's, it gets out of control. And I tell people, you pray that, that three-prong prayer three times a day or four times, whatever, continuously, sincerely, the day will come when the flicker becomes a flame. And you pass out those little cards. They're like little business cards. I have one in front of me. Mm-hmm. And they have uh, one, two, three on the back with those three prayers. And on the front, it has uh, this fishing licenses for, you know, whoever. Mm-hmm. You can write your name on it. And then to Matthew 4.19. Mm-hmm. And it says, uh, he saith unto them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And uh, on the back, you have something. And this is mine. You actually had 5,000 of these printed for me and mm-hmm. sent to I my did. house. Uh, mm-hmm. That box was heavy. Cost a fortune. Yeah, no, I, t- <laughs> I told my <laughs> wife that there's no telling. No, no. Uh, but if you want any of these, um, you can contact me. Go to um, tobydehay.com, and I'll send you some, um, just however many you want. On the back, though, on the bottom, it says, if you choose to follow, you'll choose to fish. Mm-hmm. And if we're followers of Christ and we have the message of salvation, we have the only way to be reconciled with God. Why in the world would we not share that with somebody else? Yeah, don't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. If we found the best thing mm-hmm. there ever was and somebody else needed that thing, why would we not give it to them? Mm-hmm. And it's free. Yeah. It's absolutely free. I think our expectation level is so low for new believers that uh, we let them float until they're just barely alive that's, and then we can't get them revived. That's exactly right. You know? You know why that happens? Because pastors can see lost people and not blink an eye. Just let them go to hell. Yeah. That's that's sad. That's sad. If we don't have that and compassion. Our church, our church members are not going to rise higher than we, do, than we are right? as leaders. And I talked about that on a, a podcast, uh, I think maybe podcast number three, um, about that. And I commented on how... Kind of how sad that was, mm-hmm. that everything rested on the, the leadership of the pastor. But it is very true mm-hmm. that, um, that if we aren't doing that, then our churches are not going to be evangelistic at all. Um, and and um, Bill and I have, have chatted often about the evangelistic pastor and, and how the pastor has got to be. And I know some pastors are not, don't have the, um, they wouldn't say they're gifted in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say if, if I wasn't gifted in that way, man, I'd do my best to, 
to try to figure it out, to try to say, okay, I've got to plan this. I've got to make it a part of my day, find somebody who can. And the bottom line, you don't have to be gifted to no. give a book. No, you don't. You know, you don't. There's a house on fire across the street from me. I don't have to be gifted to shout and say fire. You don't have to be a fireman, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to close out right now. Oh, we're um, we're um, going on 16 minutes or so with, with this part of the recording, and um, and – We'll be we'll be back on another on another podcast uh, with Dr. Brock with a, another subject. Thanks for listening to our our interviews with Dr. Brock. Uh, Bill, do you have any closing comments? No, except wasn't it fantastic to hear somebody that age that just has not quit? Man, he's on fire. He's on fire for the Lord. Uh, we want to encourage you to go to uh, churchgrowthinternational.com. Uh, peruse the website, buy some red books, start evangelizing, start sharing your faith, uh, carry those things with you, put them in your car, in your truck, your van, whatever you have, and, uh, and hand them out, give them to folks, use them to share the good news with people, uh, disciple people. Uh, Amen. Be about those disciple-making bookends that we find in Matthew 4.19 and 28.19. Uh, until next time, Bill. Until next time, Toby.